and welcome to Episode 7 of the MLSFI Insiders Podcast, our review of Round 2 and preview of Round 3. This episode is brought to you by Snowblowers, the only thing in Minnesota capable of clearing lines. Uh, no, no. Actually, this episode is, as always, brought to you by MLSFantasyBoss.com and the fantastic Reddit, Reddit community of r slash fantasy MLS. I'm your host, Michael. Um, Reed is enjoying some R&R this week, and we have some uh, some of our hosts uh, out uh, out and about and doing fun things. But uh, I have the funnest job of all because I'm joined by our guest this week, uh, Anne-Marie. Anne, how are you doing this week? You know, I'm trying to recover from the weekend, but I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to be and, here. And you're a Minnesota fan. How, how bad was that? It was it was painful. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, ugly, embarrassing. I, well, I think they're capable fan, of that. So I, as a New York City fan, I understand ugly and embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> yeah. I, I should, and I experience it multiple, multiple times. Not this week, but I'm sure it'll come in a week again. Um, so, so how did you do fantasy-wise uh, this week? Um, you know, I definitely did better in round one, but I finished with 84 points. Um, not too bad. Uh, you know, Dos Santos and Lama. <laughs> that was... You know, that was that just stunk. <laughs> yeah, D- D- Dos Santos is the one that got me. I had, I think, seven out of my 11 players, like, hit pretty good scores, you know, clean sheet or get a goal and assist, but not my captain. So I, I got 87 <laughs> points, you know, not in the first top 1,000 or whatever. So just looking at all the David Villa captain people and just very jealous and envious. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... I, we've talked about this on the podcast before. David Villa only does well when I don't captain him. So for all of you out there who had David Villa as a captain, you're welcome. Um, but I mean, I think one of the big things this week was uh, the injury to, to Giovinco. Did you get bit by that injury bug or did you manage to avoid Giovinco? I did not own him this week. I didn't own him last week either. Uh, he's just so expensive that I think there's cheaper, better options right now. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't like he was um, tearing up the field before his injury either. We'll, we'll talk about his injury when we get to the injury news section. But um, I, I know a lot of people, between either Giovanni Dos Santos or um, Giovinco, one of the two, you know, probably blew up your captain's spot unless you were lucky and smart enough to go with someone else. Um, I guess the, the other big story, fantasy-wise, is, is Atlanta scoring so many points against uh, Minnesota despite the snow and the cold. Um, you're a Minnesota fan. What, what do you think uh, was the cause of all that? Um, I don't want to put my team on blast or anything, but oh, I think no fun. <laughs> I think a huge, huge issue is that Adrian Heath just did not learn from his time in Orlando. They're, they had an awful defense there, and, you know, Christ is trying to fix that now. But, I mean, it's clearly evident that defense is the weakest point in Minnesota's lineup. And Yeah, it's it's crazy to me because they, they captain Demidov. Is, is that right? Yeah. And, I mean, if you listen to Extra Time Radio or Matt Doyle today, they're talking about his, he's not even worth starting in the lineup anymore because he had such a rough time. And if you watch the highlights, it's... It looks like they're right. And, and so there, there are a lot of uh, trouble for Minnesota. Um, what, what are the big stories in round two did you, the thought that was interesting to you? Um, well, I think, at least for me, the most interesting was the red card to Yellow Van Damme. Um, that was plain ridiculous in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was him, I would be so upset. And I think by his tweets and... Uh, even the Galaxies uh, video that they made for Portland. I think <laughs> that, that there's some salt thing. there. <laughs> yeah, that, that Twitter fight is going on right now as, as we're recording. I don't know what it'll end up <laughs> by the time we're done. But that that was I, – I, I didn't get that either. I mean, that, that whole game I was watching because I had Dos Santos and Alessandri um, – in my fantasy team, you know, hoping for a big matchup or big points with Portland having so many defenders out. Let's just watch that. Just like, you've got to be kidding Toledo. Come on. <laughs> Seriously. Toledo. Oh, I mean, like 
how many MLS referees are going to have like their own verb now? You've got Geigerd, you've got Toledo, you know, just more and more. Eventually, I'm going to be on a name basis with all these refs because they're going to have screwed all my teams. And stuff. Seriously, that would have been a perfect case for video replay, in my opinion, because you would have yeah. seen he didn't touch him, and it was a big flop. But you know, can't do anything about it now. No. Well, and, and the other thing for that game is, you know, I was expecting Alessandri all year going in preseason to do well. Nope, just like four points, even though he was the, you know, the clear big dog left in L.A. when Dos Santos came out. So, so I don't think I'm touching him the, the rest of the year. Um, what, what about some players that you thought really surprised you and did well this week? Uh, kind of the opposite of Alessandri. Um, players that did well. I think the Red Bulls' defense was a big one, for me at least. Um, yeah. Robles got the clean sheet. Salzizo had the own goal assist. Um, a, lot, I just, a lot of their players did pretty well for me. Um, yeah, they held Colorado to, I think, a .18 in uh, expected goals on, on MLS's uh, opt-accounting, which is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they did a great job. I mean, I was kind of expecting all around this week with all the weather that we heard for a lot more defensive matchups. So that one didn't surprise me for, for New York really holding down, although I was really surprised with how, considering how much they've struggled the past few matches, how solid they really looked. I mean, they could have won that 3 nothing easy uh, if Tim Howard hadn't stood on his head. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but I guess the, the other big surprise I know a lot of fantasy people were angry about was um, uh, San Jose giving up two goals in the first two minutes or three minutes or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you try to clean sheet hunt on uh, San Jose? Um, I had Lima, which ended up working out pretty well. Yep. <laughs> Lima's goal kind of saved me there, but I, I had Lima and Bingham. So. Mm, Bingham finished with two, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> because he gave up the two, and then, then there was the red card, so Vancouver had no interest in getting forward, so he wasn't getting <laughs> shot bonuses. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the absolute worst-case scenario. <laughs> <Where it depends. laughs> just that, San Jose. Uh, yeah, that, that was a weird one. Um, the Dynamo um, blowing up Columbus, that, that was a crazy yeah. one. I mean, I had Alex, and I thought he would do well, but I didn't think they were going to do that well. No, uh, I, I still don't know if, if they're legit or not. Um, Kyoto seems like the real, the real deal so far, but how long will that last? It's kind of like Godoy. Will his yeah. numbers last, you know? So. Yeah, and I, I have some thoughts on Houston. I know we'll talk about them when we preview uh, round three. I, I think they're probably legit as a playoff team, but they're not nearly as impressive as they've seen the, the first two weeks. I mean, they've been at home both weeks. Um, yeah, and then I guess um, some other games, Col uh, I mean, excuse me, Chicago beat RSL 2-0. I, I think that was kind of a snoozer. Um, then New York City stomped all over D.C., which I, I think they really just did just to make me look like an idiot for blasting <laughs> New York last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, they like to do that to me, just to, to prove me wrong. Um, then Seattle having the, the late uh, crazy comeback against uh, Montreal. Um, any other big points, takeaways from uh, round two, Anne, that you had? Um, I wouldn't say it's a big point, but I laughed so hard at this Kansas City and Dynamo, or not Dynamo, Dallas game. Like, they were so mad, and it was so funny. <laughs> That, that's the one I haven't caught up with because it's a nil-nil one. I, I have to see it. I was just getting – because I was following at, at my school, my kid's school fair, and all I was getting was all the sporting Kansas City people just angry tweeting. <laughs> Literally. It was so – I mean, every chance Dallas got, they went to the ground and rolled around and, like, wasted time <laughs> for, in, like, the first first half even. It was well, so funny. I loved it. They are ready for CONCACAF coming up. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, um, let, let's kind of get to our, our housekeeping. Um, we have a full schedule this week. Um, no one is on a bye. 
Um, deadline is on the 18th, that's Saturday, at 2 o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time. Um, first match that kicks off is New York City versus Montreal. So that's the lineup that y'all will have. Um, kind of looking forward, we have World Cup qualifiers coming up next week. That means we have six teams uh, in round four. Um, we'll be talking about that. I don't expect any of the call-ups to affect lineups for this week, but um, there will be some uh, effects for round four. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we also want to talk to our Patreon page. Um, in order for us to do this, in order for us to provide uh, prizes for uh, our leagues, in order to pay uh, hosting fees for the podcast, as well to try to do some you know cool, fun stuff with y'all, uh, that needs money. And so um, we ask y'all to donate to our Patreon page. Everything is appreciated. Um, for those of you who've already donated, thank you. Um, we will love you forever. Uh, the first shipment of swag has been sent out, Reed tells me. Uh, I, be I believe a second shipment is going to follow this week. So if you've recently signed up, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And your swag will be on the way um, very shortly, either this week or next, uh, depending on if you're first shipment or second shipment. Um, but if you have any questions about that, uh, feel free to ask Reed uh, at MLS Fantasy Boss. Um, then let's get to the injury report. Uh, usually it says to throw to Michael, so I will throw to myself. Um, we have a long list of injuries, starting with, of course, the, the Geos. Uh, Giovinco has a deep leg contusion. Um, he's listed officially as questionable by Toronto. I, I'm thinking he's probably out. They, there's an international break next week. They're at BC Place, that artificial turf. So my guess is that he's probably out, but we'll see. Um, for more official word later on the week on that. Um, Giovanni Dos Santos is like every other L.A. player in his, quote, day-to-day -day with a hamstring injury. Uh, I would expect that he misses because of the international break, same reason. Um, Minnesota's keeper, Alvbaj, um, I can't say that name at all. Um, he's out one to three weeks with, a, I guess it's a deep cut on his leg. It is not a broken leg as was first reported. So he will be returning shortly. Um Lee Wynn, he is okay. His ankle injury is fine. They said he would have gone this week if uh, Orlando and New England hadn't been canceled. Um, so Lee Wynn should be good to go against uh, FC Dallas. A uh, few red cards real quick. Jonathan Mensah for Columbus got a red. John Van Dam got a red like we talked about. And then um, Osted got a red for Vancouver. Uh, I don't think Osted is going to appeal his card, but I think both Columbus and L.A. have talked about trying to appeal. So kind of keep a watch of that to see what the discipline committee says. But as of right now, those are your three discipline suspensions. And then, of course, discipline committee can meet later in the week and add some more. Some other injuries to take note of. Sepp Hines, the favorite defender of all Orlando fans, he's out for six weeks with a knee surgery. Uh, Gashi. I know a lot of people are interested in Colorado because they play uh, Minnesota this week. He played 20 minutes as a substitute, so I don't think it's an injury issue. Maybe it's a fish fitness issue as far as whether or not he'll start. Simpson for Philadelphia, he sustained a rib, rib injury. Uh, no, no timetable for Philadelphia yet, but I'm expecting him to be out in Sapong to take his place. Uh, awful for Columbus. He was subbed with a possible injury, but I didn't get anything um, more specific there. Um, Cooper for uh, TFC, he was evaluated for a possible concussion. No word on if he'll be available. Uh, Hoberry, he was limping at the end of the match with um, New York Red Bulls. I haven't been able to see if there's anything, if that's serious or not. Um, just kind of keep an eye out. Colorado's actually had some pretty good injury reporting this year, um, so I'll be able to update y'all on that. Jao Plata, he missed this game uh, as the year's first previously undisclosed injury, but he, um, according to RSL, should return for this week. Uh, Acosta for DC, he's remained questionable. I don't know quite what the deal is for that, but he's been day-to-day -day for both of the games so far, so take him at your own risk. And then Portland's Guzman, um, he injured his shoulder um, in the really awful, awful tackle by Von Dom. <clears throat> Um, so his shoulder, left shoulder is injured, and so I don't know about what the timetable is, but he could be out for this week. So that are, are the injuries um, for this week, so we'll get to the, the games for round three. Um, 
starting off, uh, I'll, I guess I'll kick it off with the first game. That's New York City versus Montreal. Um, I think this is, might be one of the best offensive matchups this week because um, Montreal has the second most expected goals against this week. Yeah, they have. Yeah, outside of Minnesota, they're the worst defensive team in the league right now with um, 3.54 expected goals against. So I think David Villa, Morales, any of those um, options can be good. What do you think, Ann? Uh, I mean, Villa, for sure. Um, I keep, maybe it's just wishful thinking because he's so cheap, but I'm just waiting for Harrison to do something significant. Uh, yeah, he's sure, certainly showing flashes. Like he had that shot off the crossbar that ended up being a Rodney Wallace goal. But of course, he doesn't get any much credit for that other than a shot. Yeah. I think he's going to blow up at some point, but it's a no win. <laughs> Even in the first round, Joe Bendick had an amazing save on him, too. That should have been a goal. So he's definitely getting in positions. It's just mm-hmm. not going yet. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's definitely getting in, in, in position and, and getting some really great opportunities. Um, so, okay, so I, th- I think we're both kind of high on New York City. Would you go with um, either Piatti or um, Mancoso this week against the New um, York City back line? I'll be honest, no. Um, I just thought New York's defense actually looked pretty good last round, and um, I'm not sure how Montreal will do on the road in that stadium. I'm just not sure. So I, I'd rather put my money elsewhere, I think. What about you? Yeah, well, I looked at the expected goals, and I'm surprised that New York City, I think, is the second or the third best behind, um, well, technically New England because they've only played one game. And then uh, San Jose is only allowed .59 expected goals against. But New York City's third at 1.28. I'm I'm not used to New York City not giving up loads of quality chances, so this is really weird to me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know Embrace if I'll know Piotti. I mean, I, I know Piotti likes to torment New York City, but, um, I mean, really the one who's tormented us recently has been Drogba, and Drogba's not there anymore. So yeah. maybe you go with New York City defender? Be bold? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that's a really good offensive matchup, you know, via uh, Ronnie Hall- Harris. Uh, not Harris. Um, Wallace is a good cheap midfielder, too, at 7.7 now. Um, Morales at 9.2. All really good options, a lot of them who hit last weekend in that route of D.C. Um, so some really, really good options for that game. Um, spe- speaking of routes, uh, Atlanta had a route of their own. Uh, last week, and they are at home this week against Chicago. Are you going to pick up Atlanta players uh, again this week? You know, as of right now, I have both Martinez and Almiron in my squad. That could still change, but, I mean, even though they were playing Minnesota, and, I mean, we all know how that went. Like, Almiron's goal at the top of the box, off the volley, that was amazing. He would have done that against any team, I think. So, um and I know Chicago, you know, they have Janino and um, McCarty, but I'm still not sold on their defense. <laughs> like, no, I, I, you know what? I'm not either. I'm not sold on Chicago at all. They have a terrible expected goals for, and they have a 3.04 expected goals against. So I'm not, I'm not high on them at all. I think Atlanta could, can win this one easily. Um, I, I know a lot of people, fantasy-wise, are impressed by – Kappelhoff, who we didn't talk about in the first segment, had, you know, was it, was it like 16 points last week? Um, you know, racking up uh, bonus points. But for some reason, RSL was just hoofing it long. And so there's like tons of clearance chances. Like Kappelhoff had 18 clearances last week. <laughs> so Chicago's not doing that <laughs> again defensively. There's no yeah, and, and at, a, at a Atlanta, I, I think you'd be well-served um, going with Atlanta's defense. I don't think Chicago's shown enough, even with Jorginho and McCarty, to, to justify it. So so you're going to go with uh, Almiron um, from Atlanta or anyone else on Atlanta that you're looking at? Um, I have Martinez as well. Um, okay. My only issue with him is he drifts offside, like, way too often. <laughs> Like in that in week one and his even his goal in week two, 
against Minnesota, one of the first one <laughs> looked offsides to me. But yeah. Oh yeah, th- that first goal was definitely offside. I, I don't care what Taylor Tell- Quellman says; it was offside. <laughs> I mean, Jermaine uh, Taylor's bad, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I don't think he kept him on there. I don't think no. he did. He was trying to. He was trying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, someone I was interested in Atlanta, kind of looking over their scores, was a uh, Julian Gressel. It looks like he started both matches. He's a four point five midfielder, and he got two defending bonus points. So I was kind of trying to make my budget work, and then I kind of ran across him. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, so I, th- that might be kind of a, a wild card differential option if you're looking for uh, someone a little bit different and someone who can help you make your budget. Um, all right, let's see. Next game of the week, um, Canadian matchup, uh, Vancouver versus TFC. Uh, I think the last time these teams met um, began the myth of the Canadian Messi. Uh, as Anne likes to say. Uh, what, what do you think about this match this week? Call me crazy, but I think it's going to be a little boring. Uh, I, I think you could be right. <laughs> I mean, there's likely not going to be a Giovinco. I mean, there's not going to be an ousted. Uh, I don't know. I have I have Davies and Dean on my bench, just in case one of my Dallas defenders don't play. But I don't know. I... Vancouver just puzzles me because they have moments of brilliance and then they have moments of where they just ugh, are awful. <laughs> and Toronto... I don't think they're a good team. Um, pretty low offense. I think they only have... They have barely over 1.05 expected goals. I still don't know how they scored two on San Jose, at San Jose. Oh, but, um, yeah... I'm, the only player I, I'm I'm thinking about going with Josie Altador. Sorry, guy. You know, just because with Ousted gone, um, with them p- traveling to Mexico to play Tigres midweek, they're going to have a lot of miles. I could go Alt- Altador. I I could also see skipping this game out of fear entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Toronto's defense against Philly was getting ripped apart. Mm. So I. You know, I don't think there's anyone I personally want to touch in that game. But Yeah, I've, I've been surprised by how poorly Toronto have started the season. I mean, I know they've been on the road um, the last two matches, and they'll be on the road again this time. But, I mean, that wasn't a problem last year, and they're returning the, the same players, unless so much of it is because Giovinco is just not 100%, and they can't get anything uh, going with him. Uh, another team that I'm kind of surprised that they can't get anything going is DC United. Uh, I, I was not expecting New York City to to route them for nothing and for them to barely get a, a quality chance uh, against them. Um, I mean, they're really hurting without Acosta. Um, but then again, Columbus is is disappointing too. Are, are you looking at anyone in this matchup? Um. I always like Justin Merrim. I, I can't help it. Um, I like him. I probably won't own him this week, but if I were going to own someone, it would be him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think Miram's a, a great choice pretty much any week. Um, I'm, I'm tempted to go Patrick Molds at home, but he just hasn't done anything the past two weeks to, to justify my homer love of, my, of the New Orleans guy. Yeah, I mean, this could be an interesting. I could see either team routing them. I could see this being a nil-nil draw. I don't. <laughs> I don't I know. There'll definitely be goals. I just, I don't know who's going to score them. I guess <laughs> DC just their attack is stale. Like they have zero goals in two games. Like even Minnesota has more than that. So <laughs> <laughs> when you're trailing Minnesota, it's the problem needs to be addressed, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I, I really like Miram too, and especially since he's you know he's not going to go on international duty next week, um, and he'll he'll stick with Columbus through the break. You know, maybe they'll they'll get something together for them. Yeah. Um, now, uh, next game is Orlando versus Philadelphia. I, I know you have a fondness for the Purple Lions. Um, what what do you think is going to happen in this week with uh, Orlando having an unexpected bye last week? Yeah, I think I think. Orlando's going to be really well rested, and hopefully, fingers crossed, they come out with a lot of energy. Um, I, I'm not sold on Philly. Like, I'm just not. I, mm. 
I don't like them as a team, first of all. And yeah. second of all, like, I don't know. I just, I don't see Philly coming out of there with a win. Um, yeah. I, and that home crowd is intense. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure New York was glad to run away from there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they they were glad to get out of there. They came came close to getting a draw. Yeah, I, I don't know how well Philly's going to do. I, I haven't seen anything to really show me that they can consistently generate offense. Um, even against Toronto, I, I, I watched that game and I, I wasn't very impressed. Um, but but I guess my question to you is: Do you think? that Orlando defense is for real or do you think that was just them riding off the emotions of the crowd for that stadium opening? I am not sold on the defense yet. Bendick and Spectre are the only two I would touch, but I mean, I'm not going to touch them. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, I, I think they're still prone to mistakes. The midfield's still getting just stomped on. Um, mm. So I'm I'm I don't know if they'll actually keep a clean sheet, but I I just don't see them losing. The only people I from there I would pick up is Mia Barnes. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cheap, and with Kaká out, like he's for sure going to be playing. I think. Yeah. Now, would you go Barnes or would you go um, MPG? Barnes. Okay. Barnes for sure. Yeah, I kind of like Barnes watching you know the, the first match a little bit more than MPG too. Uh, I mean, I know, I, I guess MPG is going to be at the tip of the diamond um, with Kaká out, but uh, Barnes looked really good on the on the wing there. He did, and I love MPG, I really do, but I don't know, like he takes just some silly, silly shots sometimes from super far out that sail into the 10th <laughs> row, and I that is like my least favorite thing, <laughs> especially <laughs> when they're on my fantasy team. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I think I would do Barnes over MPG. Okay. Would would you get Laren? Uh no. <laughs> Probably not. Uh he when, if he's in a game, like he's in it, like but if he's not, he has a really hard time <laughs> finding space. Yeah, he seems to get up for the pure teams and then like disappoint against like teams like Philadelphia. Yeah, I think I think you have a point. Um uh, the, the the next game is when we were talking about uh, before the show started, and uh, FC Dallas versus New England, I think we both really like Dallas's matchup, but can't figure out who's going to start with all the rotation they have, plus the midweek game and CCL. Uh, <laughs> it's like every year it happens, like the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know, Dallas usually starts off the season, you know, really hot, so you want to ride the hand, but I, I just don't know who to. Who to get? Are, are you going to take the risk? I think you said earlier you had one FC Dallas player on your team. False. I actually have three. <laughs> I, <laughs> if there's yeah. a clean sheet to be had this week, it's FC Dallas against New England, I think. Um, okay. So right now I have Hedges, Zimmerman, and Gonzalez. But, I mean, I could totally get screwed over if Pereja decides to be a savage again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think, at least for me, like defense has been where I've been getting most of my points in the first two rounds. Yeah. So I kind of like the idea of clean sheet hunting here, but yeah. Well, that, that kind of, I've, I've been doing a poor job of referencing our Reddit questions, but that brings up a point that a, a number of people have asked. Should What formation are you running? Are you going four or five in the back now with all the defenders scoring so well, so cheaply? Um. No, I've... All, all two games. <laughs> I've done three at the back, and it's worked out well for me. Um, I just, yes. there's, uh, it's tough. I mean, I this if there was a week to do it, it would be this week, I think. Because some of the matchups are kind of funny to me. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It, it, it has been uh, some, some, some funny matchups. Um, I, I think this one's coming up is a really funny matchup. Um Sporting Kansas City versus um, San Jose. Sporting Kansas City has not scored this year, which is bad, but they haven't conceded this year. Um, you know, sport, We know San Jose kind of has their issues uh, offensively, except for Godoy. Uh, do you think Godoy is, for, is legit, um, as Anthony Nice asked us on uh, Reddit? 
Listen, Godoy has been phenomenal in the first two games. But I can't remember who said it last week on the podcast. There's just no way he can keep those numbers up. Mm. And um, I don't know. I'm. They've looked good so far, but I'm. They're San Jose. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like they're bound to screw up at some point. And yeah, and I mean they've been at home both matches, both kind of good matchups with you know Montreal and Vancouver, two teams that are kind of offensively challenged. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, on um, on Godoy, whether or not he's going to continue to score, I looked up his expected goals. Um, his expected goals are .2. So that means he's times 10 exceeding his uh, expected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, the, the, your general rule is this. If they're getting goals of the week uh, nominations, it's probably not um, consistent. <laughs> Exactly. Because the losses are bad for fantasy because it means that they're probably shots that they shouldn't have scored in. <laughs> but uh, as far as like Godoy is like a fantasy option, I'm, I'm actually interested in him because so much of the possession has run through him. I, I think I saw a stat somewhere that like 15% of San Jose's possession um, went through him. So I think he could still rack up the bonus points. But he's not going to score goals every week. You're just not going to get that kind of production out of him. Yeah, and Sporting Kansas City is not an easy easy place to play, in my no. opinion. And it, I mean, who knows if it's going to be freezing cold or, you know, I don't know. So I say no for Godoy, but yeah. I would totally respect if you did pick him up. Well, would you go anyone with um, anyone else from this match? Any Sporting Kansas City players or... Um you know, someone like Lima or Wondolowski? I will, I've made a vow that I will never own Wondolowski. <laughs> I'll never do it because he'll disappoint me. I know it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I've made that vow about a calm uh, last year. I made that vow about a calm. I will never have a calm on my team again. Oh, yeah. He burned me this week. <laughs> so, um, yeah, with, from sporting, maybe Benny Philhaber, but. I mean, they haven't proven that they can score, so I'd rather not, honestly. <laughs> I know I'm kind of negative tonight, but I just don't – I don't know. I Who's going to score the goals for them? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't really linked up very well. Um, Fernandez has shown some promise, their, their new uh, DP, but it, it's still not linking up together. Um, and San, San Jose is good enough of a defense. I, I don't know that I would jump in there either. Um, with some of the other options. Now, uh, we got a lot of questions about this match coming up. And you're a Minnesota United fan. Colorado versus Minnesota. Uh, the question we got, who of Colorado is most likely to score? And that was from Glory Man United 34 So are, are you going any offensive players for Colorado? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I will, which, which ones? You going Gashi or... I have Baji right now. I mean, he's fast and Minnesota's slow, and that can only work in his favor. Um, I also have Hairston and Powers right now too. <laughs> um, yeah, I. It hurts me to say that because I I love Minnesota and I like their players. I really do, but they gotta figure something out, and I don't think they're gonna have it figured out by next week in altitude. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, and this is a tough one for me because um, Colorado has been so poor offensively. I mean, I wouldn't even touch them normally. They only have a 1.13 expected goals for, which is I think is the lowest in the league except for um, New England and Orlando who have only played one game uh, and, and Vancouver. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, it's just been it's been tough watching Minnesota. I mean, I look at their defense and I think they're bad, and I'm a New York City fan. I've seen bad defense. <laughs> Yeah, and I've I've picked against fantasy players. Um, I think I'm going more in the back for Colorado, maybe because I'm just expecting at some point Adrian Heath to realize his team just needs to bunker down and hope for nil nil draws. But I don't know. <laughs> right now, I have like Howard, Watts, Birch, and Miller. Um, but yeah, I don't think Gosh. I think Goshi and Baji and really anyone they they could go off this week. Um, yeah. Is since we have you on, is there anyone from Minnesota United you would pick up for fantasy? 
if there was one player I was going to pick up, it would be Molino. I mean, mm-hmm. it's clearly evident everything is running through him. Um, right. he, I had him last week. No, I didn't, actually. But he had eight points last week, and I wished I had him because my midfield wasn't great. So, um, I don't know. I think I think I won't own any Minnesota players this week. Um, it's just really unfortunate because I want to like them so much, and I do <laughs> like them, but they're so bad right yeah. now. Yeah, you, you sound like me in the year one of New York City. I was like, I want to buy them, but Adam Nemich is their starting striker with David Villa out, and oh. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, um, you know, Minnesota's defense, like, I don't know what Jermaine Taylor has to do to not be in the starting lineup. <laughs> he It seems like he could do anything and still make it. So, um, And then Demidov, I think he's normally a CDM, and so he is playing technically out of position. Yeah, he's playing uh, way out of position, and he's he looks slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, He's getting blown by by Atlanta. I, I mean... I mean, I know they've played play two really good offensive teams, but, I mean, their expected goals is, like, almost five. I don't think Colorado will score five on them. I really don't. But I think they'll score at least three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what Master is going to do if they score three. I, I, I think he's just going to be confused. I, I, I don't think his game plan is for them to score more than one. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Maybe they'll right, surprise so think, me. Well, what's that? I said maybe they'll surprise me. Who knows? Yeah. M- most likely not. But. <laughs> All right. The next matchup is RSL versus LA Galaxy. Um, we, we talked about how LA Galaxy is missing so many people with Van Dam and probably Dos Santos out. Uh, they, they're hoping to get Ashley Cole back from an injury. Um. RSL will be getting plots. They'll, they'll be at home. I'm intrigued by Rusnak because he continues to lead the lead. Uh, excuse me, lead the league in key passes with eight. He hasn't really got it together yet. But at 9.0 at home, maybe with Plaza back with a you know a bad um, RSL team. Excuse me, a bad LA team which hasn't been very good defensively. Uh, are you going to take a risk and go with Rusnak or Plata? Um, maybe Plata. Um, I don't know. I the only player from them that I actually want to own is Jordan Allen, and that's just because he's cheap. But he hasn't really. <laughs> you know, done- I don't think I mentioned that he he had an injury this week. Oh, did he? Oh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, he had. Um, shoot, he had something, but he came off early. He was subbed off. Yeah, and Galaxy is just. No offense to fans out there, but they've not looked good. And I don't know if it's a coaching issue or a player issue. I mean, players are missing, but ooh, that is not a galaxy that I'm used to seeing. I, I just don't understand. You know, Brian Rowe, I don't think he was the best goalkeeper in MLS by any stretch of the imagination. But, I mean, he anchored your second best defense in the league. Why are you introducing competition for the sake of competition and putting in D up there? At a time when you kind of need consistency somewhere, I, I just I haven't really gotten what uh, Anafo I don't know how you say his name uh, what he's doing with the Galaxy this year. Um, I, I think except I, I was really high in LA coming into the year, and I think I may have under overestimated them because I didn't account for how much they were going to suffer losing Bruce Arena. They've suffered, and um, yeah. I mean, I don't think Diop Jop did bad. Um, I just, it seemed weird to me that Roe wasn't the starter. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? <laughs> like, it's not like Roe was yeah. bad. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand that, uh, understand that at all. So, um, all right, now I think we get to the, are these both Sunday matchups? No, this one's a Saturday night. All right, the, the last two ones are, some of the higher scoring teams we've had, um, Portland versus Houston. Um, and I think we got, I got the question earlier is, um, is Houston for real? What do you think? Is Houston for real? Is Houston going to keep this up? What do you think? You know, they, their off season was amazing. And so 
I could see them sustaining it, but I, I don't know if they're like MLS Cup bound or anything like that. And I don't know how they'll do away at Portland. Because Portland's looked really good. And I mean, so does Dynamo. I don't know. Kyoto has looked really good. And Cubo has, I mean, shown up. So, mm. yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's nice to have Cubo Torres back in the league. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm with you. I, I like the Dynamo. I don't like them this week. Um, no. I mean, they've been pretty clearly exceeding their expected goals. I think they only have 2.31 expected goals number, and their actual goals are five, so that's two times as much. So it's not really sustainable what they're doing. Um, and they probably should have given up. I think they have 2.89 against, uh, and they've only given up two. So I don't think they're quite as good. Now, I think the West is pretty bad, so they could probably be a playoff team, even just doing what they're doing now. But yeah, at first game on the road, I'll be really interested to see what they do against Portland, who is, I think by expected goals numbers, the best team on both sides of the ball this year. I've been really impressed with how good defensively they've been, despite all the injuries that they've been having to deal with. Yeah, I really thought they would concede some goals to the Galaxy. I really did. Because, what, Vitas is out? Um, Vitas, Ridgewell. Um, I mean, they had to start a 16-year-old kid last week. Parfan, yeah. Was left back. <laughs> yeah, I really thought Galaxy would bring it to him. That's why I picked up Giotto Santos. And, I mean, look how that turned out. So, yeah, yeah I kind of, I'm a believer right now. I'm a believer. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to have both Boleri and Adi on my team this week. Uh, I, I think Blanco would also be a good option. Um, I, I would understand if you went with a Houston player. Um, because they've been just so hot, if you don't want to try to ride that hot hand. But yeah, I think Portland's going to be an anchor for a lot of teams this week. Do, are, are you going to have any Portland or Houston players this week? I'm thinking Valeri, for sure. Um, I haven't decided on Adi yet, because, he, I mean, Houston's defense has looked pretty good. Mm. So, and uh, I feel like when he gets frustrated, it's pretty obvious that he's not going to score. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's such a tough one because is Houston going to maintain their form? I just don't know. Um, but Valeri always picks up points. He always does, whether it's bonus points or goals or assists or something. So he's the one I would for sure own. Yeah, it's, I mean, Valeri's just so good. It's almost like if he's at home, you absolutely have to pick him up, uh, I think. Um, all right, then our last game of the week, the only one uh, on Sunday, is uh, Seattle versus New York Red Bulls. Uh, this is the first home match for Seattle after two on the road. This will be the one where they raise the championship banner or, or whatever they're going to do at uh, Quest Field. Uh, and we got a question on um, Ladero here from Dillis Donuts on Reddit. Um, Thinking Ladero's value has taken a hit with Dempsey back, along with no longer being the offensive focal point, it seems free kick and penalty kick duties could be rotated. Since his 2016 ceiling is no more, is Nico now a bad option at his price tag? What do you think? Is Ladero priced out with Dempsey back? Mm. Ooh, that's hard. That's a tough one. Um, when I hear that, I think of the game that they played against Orlando. And that game had Jordan Morris, Clint Dempsey, and Ladero. And Ladero was feeding them balls all day through the back line. And so I I don't think it's fair to say that Dempsey is going to take Ladero's value down. Um, I think maybe people are just learning to defend him better. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I saw Dempsey take a few free kicks um, against Montreal. And I know Ladero scored a bunch of free kicks. So I, I certainly think his value is going to go down a little bit. It's probably one of those now kind of looking at it, 11.0 is pretty high. He could still be a pretty good 10.0. Um, but, I mean, if he has the right matchup, I think he's still he's got like five key passes, which I think is second most um, in the league. Jordan Morris and Dempsey are still pretty good, and they're, they're figuring each other out, and they haven't had great matchups. You know, at Houston, at Montreal are, are kind of tough matchups for Seattle because those are both teams that kind of like to sit bunker and then counterattack. Um, so 
I mean, I think Ladero's still viable, but he, he is kind of pricey, and it's going to depend on, on the matchup. Um, do, do you like this matchup for Seattle with how well the Red Bulls have been doing? Um, I do. I think they're very strong at home. Um, but the Red Bulls' defense has not been terrible, in my opinion. I know they conceded some to to Atlanta, but they looked good against... Who'd they play last week? <laughs> I can't remember. Colorado. Yeah, they looked good against them, I thought. Um, yeah, and I mean, they've only given up one goal over the two games. Uh, th- this is going to be an interesting match. I-, I think I like Seattle more. Um, are-, are you going to have any Seattle or Red Bulls players on your team? I'm not. I'm really not. I know Simon said he's captaining Ladero, so part yeah. of it's like, am I <laughs> <laughs> Simon is very high on Seattle this week. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, hometown, or not hometown, home game, celebratory game from last season. I don't know. I think I think they'll win. I yeah, do. I, mean, I, I mean, that's a huge crowd. Yeah. Um, you, know, I, you know, watching the highlights um, th- this weekend, I was really impressed with Jordan Morris. Uh, I thought he got a lot of really good chances. He, he wasn't able to finish them, but I, I've just been impressed with his speed and, and the way he creates chances. W- would you consider him for fantasy? Um, yeah, I would. I would. I think he's – what's his price again? Nine? Nine something? I'm trying to look. It's, I think he's 9.5. 9.5. Yeah, I think – I think he's a good option. I do. He's 8.9 because he went down this week. Oh. Well, I still think he's a good option. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's dangerous. And even if he's not scoring goals, he's getting in the attack, which means that he has a better chance of scoring goals. And I I like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, before I forget, I, for, on the other part to for Dillis Donuts, I will say da bead via so you pointed out that i was mispronouncing it so there you go you're welcome (laughs) um okay well let's get to to the picks this week um let's start with goalkeeper and defenders who we have on the back well as i said earlier i am clean sheet hunting so i am going gonzalez hedges zimmerman and lima I am clean sheet hunting as well. I am going with Tim Howard, uh, Watts, Miller, and then I'm going to go with an Atlanta defender, Gonzalez Perez, uh, as, as the third one back there. But I have Birch in, in the back, just in case. Um, what, what about in your midfield? Well, Colorado is playing Minnesota. <laughs> so <laughs> I have Hairston and Powers. Um, I'm st- Considering Cronin, but it might be risky to have three Colorado <laughs> midfielders. <laughs> so, um, and then I have Elmeron, and depending on if I take that third defender, I'll or not defender, that third Colorado midfielder, I would have Valeri. I I have Valeri. I have uh, Niarko, Gressel, and Rusnak right now. Although I, that will probably change with the tinkering this week as it did last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be a ton of tinkering for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, who do you have in forwards? Um, I think Atlanta's matchup against Chicago is going to be fire. So, oh, Chicago fire. Um, so, I have <laughs> Martinez, um, Arudi, and Baji. Oh, so we, we have all different forwards. Right now, I have Via, Adi, and uh, Altador as my three. Uh, and for captain, I have Diego Valeri. Who do you have? Um, I have it on Elmiron, Elmiron. But if I, you know what, I'm gonna say I'm gonna for sure have Valeri. Okay, I don't have <laughs> captain him. <laughs> I don't know why I would pick Cronin over Valeri. So I'm for sure gonna have Valeri <laughs> and have him as a captain. So good deal. All right. Well, and uh, we'll get the the rest of the guys' picks in on the chalkboard. Uh, later this week, um, you know, for, for Reed and Jay uh, and find out what their picks are. Um, but now we want to get to one of our um, favorite things, and that is uh, community time. Um, and that is, let's see, 
The top R slash fantasy MLS scorer this week was Gianfranco Pen- Penizo, the manager of Eintracht. Franco? Oh, you just made that up just to hurt me and try to make that me pronounce that. That's not fair. But anyway, you scored 124 points. You had a really good round. Congratulations. That's a great job. Um, our Patreon head-to-head leader is Winston Messer, manager of Dragons Drugba, who had one win with 111 points. So congratulations to Winston, and thank you uh, again for your support. Uh, now for the favorite time, uh, although not, maybe not for me this week, is our MLSFI hosts head-to-head league. And I lost to Reed, 101-87. to Well done, sir. You are the boss. Um, Guy and Travis tied at 75. Um, our own Andrew Corolla, um, he smoked Weeby, 92-68. to Um Another bad ETR score here. Fantasy Football 24-7 beat Ben Bear 114-94. to uh, Jay beat Simon 90-42. to um, Tim Shaw beat Blaine 109-74. to And then Ivan the Terrible squeaked out of victory over Phil 101-98. to uh, Coming up this week, I will be taking on um, Fantasy Football 24-7 on behalf of America. Uh, Guy Sanchez takes on Corolla. Uh, Tim faces off against Reed. Simon faces off against Ivan the Terrible. Uh, ben Bear faces off against Phil. Uh, Andrew faces off against Blaine. And then Travis faces off against Jason. So um, the, those are our hosts. We'll hopefully we'll get some good uh, banter on Twitter uh, as soon as we can figure out what our teams are going to be. Um, and now we get to, to the plug section. Um, Anne, is there anything you'd like to plug this week? Yeah, I'd like to plug my guys over at Total MLS. Um, put out good content all the time. And I think they deserve a follow. And if you really like GIFs and banter, you will like their Twitter account. Yeah, they, they have a really great Twitter account. They have a podcast too, correct? And they've they do. They've interviews recently. Yeah, uh, Mark and Dustin have that going on, and I would definitely take a listen. They're good. They're good. And then, of course, you have a fantasy column over there, right? I do. I run the Fantasy Report. Um, It's the only thing I contribute, really, to Total MLS. So, um, yeah, check it out. Um, I like to plug it. Well, good deal. Well, I think y'all know... Uh, at MLS Injury News, uh, y'all f- probably follow that account by now. But if not, you should follow it. Uh, it's got good information. I'm always looking for people to help out. Um, and with that, I think we've covered everything. Um, so I hope you all have a, a good week and good luck.